Welcome to Disruption Now. I'm Rob Richardson. I'm James Keyes. We are focusing on Nipsey Hussle once again. And most people know that Nipsey Hussle was gunned down, killed tragically. Uh, but a lot of people don't know there were actually two other people there on the scene. One had to be treated uh, critically. The other one uh, refused treatment. His name was Kerry Lathan. And he was the man who was trying to seek help from Nipsey Hussle. What we all admired about Nipsey is that he turned his life around and he and he used that opportunity to help those who went through a similar situation, those who are in gangs, those who went to jail and made sure that they had opportunities to get a job and would help them. That's what the meeting was about. And this guy was there for that. Now, people wonder where where, where is he? No one knows where, he, where, where where he's been, but apparently it's now been reported that he's back in jail. But he's not back in jail because he committed some crime. He's, in, he's back in jail for actually what most people go back to jail for, a minor parole violation. The violation allegedly is that he was going to meet Nipsey because Nipsey was a former gang member and, and a felon, and, and there's a rule that you can't work with or congregate with uh, former felons. But that's just so, like, these rules are being used to keep people down and to keep them in the system. And this is not why we have a criminal justice system. And it is why I believe the United States of America has lo- locks up more people than any nation in the world, more than China, more than Russia. Because we put people in jail, not because he actually was committing a crime that was making people uh, uh, unsafe or he was doing something to put others' lives at risk or taking people's property. It's a technical parole violation so he can go back into the system. James, when I think about this, it, this really actually does upset me. And I think, are you serious on all types of levels? Our criminal justice system, the police force, and the fact that this man was shot, a victim is going back to jail after he was shot trying to do the right thing. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It shows how the criminal justice system is not set up to rehabilitate, to bring members of the public back to being productive or to introduce them and allow them to become productive members of society. And that's a problem. The criminal justice system is set up to get you in and then keep you in. Uh, It's a profit center. You know, we know that that, that money is made off of incarceration in this country and and the the people making money off of that lobby to make sure that there are more, there's more of demand for their services of incarcerating people. And so there's the there's that component where it it makes their people make money on incarcerating or, or the members of the public being incarcerated. But then there's just a lack of feeling or, or approach that we want members of society to be productive. And so if you're putting people in jail for parole violations that don't involve reckless behavior, that don't involve doing things that are illegal or around illegality in itself, the, the fact that you are a former gang member or, or affiliated with something like that, that is not something that you put somebody in jail for or that, to, for meeting with someone like that. That's crazy. Like as a certain amount of, of a free society, that type of stuff has to be allowed. And so when you make that, when you criminalize that to the standpoint, that you're sending people back to jail. You see it all the time also with drugs, with someone who have a possession of drugs or something like that. Not something where they're selling drugs, but just possession. You get pulled over, you're minding your own business. And they end up back in jail for a parole violation. We know Meek Mill was was dealing with this, you know, and then this became a national story yep. a year or so ago. And so that shows you what the criminal justice system is doing wrong. The outrage is great, but what we need to do is we have more, we need to have more ways to address this, to yeah. stop taking the money out of our pocket, to make our society less productive. 
Yeah, and there is, there's organizations that can do this. And before we leave, I want to make sure people know there's things you can do. You can get involved with the Alliance for Safety for Justice, particularly if you're in California. They've led a lot of the efforts for criminal justice reform. They're a supporter of this, of this program as well. Uh, if you're in Ohio, the Ohio Justice and Policy Center, great organization. Uh, we need real reform. This is costing money. We spend billions of dollars locking people up unnecessarily that can go towards our infrastructure, that can go towards our roads, that, heck, I mean, if you're a conservative, we can pay less in taxes. This is costing everybody (laughs) money, lives, opportunity, time, resources. But most of all, it's ruining lives unnecessarily. So I hope we can and get this together. perpetuating the cycle. You, you, take this, you take this person out. He's not, no longer able to be a part of his household. If he has children, young children, he's not, he's not there. And so, therefore, they're going to be in a situation where they're more vulnerable because they won't have the influence of, of a father figure in the house, or they may not at least. You know, you're taking away someone who could do that. And this actually speaks to the vulnerability that you see in the black community. Oftentimes we know the numbers bear out that law enforcement disproportionately targets African-American communities and African-Americans in terms of how the laws are enforced, you know, when they're enforced and then how aggressively they're enforced and then how aggressively they're sentenced. And so if we put, put that together with the system itself being self-perpetuating, being self-feeding to where it once it gets you in, it wants to keep you in as much as possible and churn those, those dollars and, and continue to be able to make shareholders happy because you got a lot of people that are locked up under your care right. and getting money from the state. As you said, that's money out of our pocket. It's opportunity lost. We have less people who can innovate, who can solve problems that can be part of the solution because you've institutionalized them. And then you have in this situation where they're hopeless. And ultimately, it's just a drain on society. It's not what we should be doing. Criminal justice system, we need it. We need people who are violent, people yes, who are doing absolutely. wrong. We need to put, take them off the streets. But at the same time, there needs to be a rehabilitation component. And we there need also to needs to be a component where once you're done, once you've done it, then you can integrate back into and have a life. That's a key point because guess what? If you, if you, if you don't incentivize people to be able to get back into the system, then a lot of times people will say, well, if I'm going to go to jail for something, I'm going to go to jail for something. They, they, they make it so they become mm-hmm. less likely to even want to follow the law. So it doesn't make people more compliant. It makes them actually uh, disobey more studies have been shown. Dis- it's called disenfranchisement. So you disenfranchise people, yeah. you give them nothing to lose. And then you wonder why they act like they have nothing to lose. Correct. You know, let's, let's invest in our people. Let's, let's empower our people to make their lives better. And if you, if you commit a crime, if you do something wrong, you serve your time, then let's get you back into this to, to the productive part of society, to the productive system. Let's do what we can because that benefits us all. We don't want, we want less people who depend on the state because they're incarcerated or because they haven't been given opportunities to get out of that situation. We want, we want more people that can contribute to innovation, to productivity. And that's not happening. If your goal is to just keep people institutionalized and, and create a cycle that is only making the shareholders of uh, of the, the, the for-profit system, uh, prison system, excuse me, that, that's only making them money. So listeners, what you can do, um, right, if you're in Los Angeles, write your, write your DA, write your district attorney, uh, protest, call the LAPD, put up, pressure does work. Meek Mills is out of prison because people put pressure. And Carrie Lathan needs to be released and this needs to stop happening. We got to keep the pressure, push, 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 fight, eternal vigilance. Price of freedom. There you go. Stay woke, stay free. I'm Rob Richardson. And I'm James Keyes. We'll see you next time.